Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, July the 23rd of the 16th week of the year. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 7, verses 1 through 11. Jeremiah, chapter 7, verses 1 through 11. This particular passage is uh, ominously current in many ways to our own situation today, although said millennia ago. It is words that speaks not only to a religious audience, a church-going people, but also to nations, especially our own. The prophet Jeremiah has been raised up by Almighty God, and he is uh, given a message by the Lord. And he is to go and speak his message to the people of Israel. And what has happened is that the people who have been the chosen people of God, who have been in covenant with the Lord, and we saw yesterday in our reading the commandments that were laid upon them, that they accepted and consented to follow, along with all of the covenant, that they would be God's people, and the Lord would care for them, protect them, and the Lord would help them to grow and prosper. But over time, they become unfaithful. They began to chase false gods. They began to do uh, very immoral things unjust things, abusive things to one another. They violate the covenant to Almighty God. But, but they believe that if they go to the temple and make their sacrifices, God will ignore their breaking of the covenant. After all, they've given God the sacrifices, they show up at the temple, they say all the prayers, go through all the actions, but their heart and their behavior towards one another and towards God is really far away in their everyday daily lives. And so Jeremiah is sent by the Lord, and he stands at the gate of the house of the Lord, the temple. And he proclaims this message. He says, all of you of Judah who entered these gates to worship the Lord, this is what the Lord of the host says to you, the God of Israel. Reform your ways and your deeds so that I may remain with you in this place. In other words, they're going to the temple, the people of Judah. They're doing all of the religious behavior. They're doing all of that. And yet the Lord says to them, reform your ways and your deeds. Put not your trust in the deceitful words. In other words, they are lying in their everyday lives. What they're doing at the temple is not what they are living in their everyday lives. We can go to church go through all of the actions, all of the prayers. We can even receive the sacraments. And yet in our everyday lives, we simply live 
as what we did on Sunday has no effect on what we do on Monday and through the rest of the week. We're at the church, but we're not part of the body of Christ by the way in which we act. Jeremiah says, this is the temple of the Lord. And he, the prophet says, you are trusting in deceitful words. The words that you say, this is the temple of the Lord. This is the temple of the Lord. The temple of the Lord. Only if you thoroughly reform your ways and your deeds, if, if, if each of you deals justly with his neighbor, no longer oppresses the alien, the orphan, the widow. You no longer shed innocent blood. Worship false gods. Only then will I remain in this place. In other words, God is not going to remain in their temple because it is a place of lies, a place of hypocrisy. What is being offered there is not an offering to the Lord. It's a bribe. They will pay God off by giving them, by giving God the sacrifice, the offering, and then go off and live their lives pretty much the way they want, as if God doesn't matter and doesn't exist for all practical purposes. And the God is saying, I've had enough of this. You can, you can go and do all of this, but I am going to reach a point where I'm not going to be here. This is just another building, but it's not where I'm going to dwell. But here you are, Jeremiah says, quoting from what the Lord has told him. You put your trust in deceitful words to your own loss. Are you to steal and murder, commit adultery and perjury? Burn incense to Baal. Go after strange gods you do not know and yet come to stand before me in this house which bears my name and say, we are safe, we can commit all these abominations again. Huh. Has this house which bears my name become in your eyes a den of thieves? Remember the words of Jesus, buying and selling in the temple. And Jesus said to them, my house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And he drives them from the temple. I too will see what is being done, says the Lord. The Lord also sees. He sees what's in the heart. He sees what's in our everyday lives. We can offer things to God with just the idea of keeping God silent because we want to do what we want to do, like we want to do it. And so that, that is pretty much uh, true of, unfortunately, many people today. I am a Christian. I'm a Catholic. I'm whatever. All I got to do is just go to church, do my thing there, and then the rest of the week and the rest of life is mine to do what I want. God, God, you stay in heaven and just be silent and just be glad that I'm giving you this sacrifice. Same is true in the secular realm, isn't it? 
pardon me, we can take our country. We're the United States. God's new chosen people from sea to shining sea and yet disrespect human life from the womb to the tomb. We can go about engaging in all kind of uh, immoral behavior. We can seek after all kind of the God of money, the God of popularity and of power. That's the God we worship. And expect God to say, well, it's okay. After all, you went to church on Sunday or you gave me uh, some kind of offering and therefore uh, I'll be satisfied with that. No, that's not the way it works. And so the prophet who is speaking to the people of Judah is also speaking to us. Is our religion simply a bribe to silence and to keep God out of our lives? and let us do pretty much what we want, how we want, when we want. Or is our religion, our faith, a real gift from God in which the Lord wants our whole being because God is the one who gave us our whole being. God has, gave, has given us our existence as a gift and a trust, not simply on a Sunday or a Saturday, but the whole of our lives, every week, every day, is a gift from God and invites us to be ever mindful. Each day do we present to the Lord an acceptable gift, a gift of glory, praise, and thanksgiving for how we have lived the gift of that day because it belongs to God ultimately anyway. So let us take together these words of Jeremiah the prophet, and let us examine ourselves in honesty through the Holy Spirit. Is our religion just a bunch of formal activities and actions? Or does it really express our inner love and devotion to Almighty God in praise, glory, and gratitude? Gratitude for the gift that God has given us. May each day be a day of offering to the Lord, a day pleasing to the Lord. For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in it. Be glad and grateful that our loving God has given us this day. God bless you.